Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brookbank. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Today, we are joined by Shannon Schumacher, the Kentucky market leader for Haran, who is going to be talking with us about mental health as it relates to health claims for employers. Conversations about mental health have really increased since the start of the pandemic and are currently ongoing. Shannon has a lot of really great insights into those conversations. Thank you to our podcast sponsors, CBG, our title sponsor, Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor, and our episode sponsors, Haran and Heartland Bank. In case you missed the news, NKYP has announced the 2022 Next Generation Leader Awards finalists. These impressive individuals have been selected by a panel of community leaders through applications submitted by young professionals across the region. The NGLAs recognize and honor young professionals under the age of 40 for significant professional accomplishments within their chosen professional field, as well as their commitment and contributions to the community. We are going to be announcing those award winners later this summer, and we would love for you to attend the NGLA awards event. Those finalists will be celebrated and category winners will be announced on Wednesday, July 20th at the 2022 NGLAs from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Newport Aquarium. You can get more information about those finalists and the event at nkychamber.com NGLA. Now let's go meet our members of the week and hear from our sponsors. I will meet you guys back here with Shannon. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CBGAirport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Congratulations to our members of the week. You can learn more about these businesses by following the Northern Kentucky Chamber on social media where we will highlight one of these businesses each day. Now, let's meet our members of the week. With over four decades of experience providing BMW drivers top-notch support, the BMW store is a well-oiled machine for the ultimate driving machine. Blinker's Tavern is a steakhouse featuring an array of appetizing food, including USDA prime and choice beef, seafood, pastas, and sandwiches. Garvey Shearer Nordstrom PSC, with offices in Fort Mitchell and Cincinnati, is a full-service law firm that provides individuals and businesses with client-driven legal solutions. American Medical Response in Erlanger is part of the global medical response family and is America's leading provider of medical transportation. Mauer USA stands for a wide range of standard caps and customized system solutions, as well as for the highest quality and expertise in development and mold building. 
Hi, everyone. Today we are joined by Shannon Schumacher, Kentucky market leader for Haran. Shannon, welcome today. Thanks, Sarah. I appreciate it. Yeah, and today we are going to talk about mental health as it relates to health claims for employers. Um, for the past two years, especially around the pandemic, a lot of stressors for a lot of people. And there has been this shift in focus uh, when it comes to the conversation about like what employers can and should be doing for their employees about mental health. So uh, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, great. Um, it's it's strange being outside of you know May when we spend a lot of time talking about mental health. But as you mentioned, this is such a hot topic. And, you know, I know we're in June, but I think it is worth everybody's time just to grab a little bit of information in ways that employers can help, you know, their most valued asset, their employees, especially as it pertains to mental health. So, um, you know, again, my name is Shannon Schumacher. I'm with Haran, and I lead our Kentucky market in health, wealth, and life, and I focus on employee benefits. And so that's how all of this ties in together. Um, and so just, I will spend some time today talking about stats. So I'll just ask for forgiveness if I read off of a paper, because I want to make sure that we get exact information. And, you know, really just want to start too with the understanding of how things have changed since 2019 as we are moving into 2022, 2023, which is crazy to even say that. Mm -hmm. um, so um, Kaiser Family Foundation um, just issued that during the pandemic, four in 10 adults in the U.S. reported symptoms of anxiety and depression. Not that any of that is probably surprising to you. It's certainly not surprising to me. But what is surprising is that is up from one in 10 prior to the pandemic. So, you know, that, um, you know, just starts to put additional awareness in our minds. Haran did publish a mental health, we call them data bites. Um, and we did report in that, that mental illness affects two 0.5 times more Americans than cancer, heart disease, diabetes. Um, and again, that's just something that and I hate to say this, but is mind blowing to me. So, you know, we talk so openly about somebody that has cancer and how we can help them and all of the different organizations that come together, um, you know, to support. And so there's still that stigma, that hush hush around mental illness, when in fact it affects 2.5 more individuals than a lot of these conditions alone. So to me, that is um, very interesting. Um, also, the um, um, there's the psychiatric claims, sorry about that, um, that it also, that causes employers, and here's where we get into a little bit more of the employee benefit side of things, Mental illness actually causes costs employers 133% more than an individual without mental illness claims. So that's a pretty staggering um, analysis as well. So if you put that into dollars, it's an additional $37 um, that is also lost on 
um, decreased proactivity, absenteeism, presenteeism, all of those things that are impactful outside of just that medical claim. So I don't know. I just thought that those were some interesting stats as we began this conversation. Yeah. And when you're looking at the demographics, I know you said you've looked at research, you guys have your own internal research. Is there a certain demographic that you guys are seeing more impacted by this, these mental health struggles that are kind of rising to fruition, like rising to the top now that uh, we're talking more about it? Yeah. So um, certainly there'll be a lot more conversation around the dependence and how mental illness is affecting dependents and um, you know how the claims are definitely going up um, as it pertains to not just your employees but their dependents. And you know, I think about that because it is important when an employer is looking at their benefits or their overall claims. And you may not, you being the employer, may not have certain dependents on your benefits. However, if it goes back to that absenteeism, you know, if I have kids and they are struggling with mental health, and even though that they are not on my employer's benefits, I may still have to take that day off to um, help them or be with them or just, you know, help get them to the doctor, whatever it might be. So yeah, we are seeing a lot more around dependent, especially the children side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, just another stat on the demographics is um, um, dependent increase from 2019 is up 25%. So again, pretty significant. Yeah, and that's a huge national conversation we're talking about, uh, especially when you think dependents, you think like younger kids, middle school, high school, those students had just such less support when we talk about Zoom school, not being around their peers, not being around the resources that they would typically have from the day to day. So uh, yeah, when you think about it like that, of course, you would see that big increase. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, you know, not to harp on other things, but just the stresses that are coming out of schools, you know, thankfully right now we're in summer, but, you know, just conversations around the shootings not that long ago, I just, you know, putting yourself in a child's position, um, you know, I always tell the story of, you know, um, education in schools is so important and I appreciate everything that our teachers are doing. But, you know, in our family, um, my husband and I always talked to each other and said, hey, did you do the lockdown um, before we went to bed? Just meaning shut the garage, lock the doors or the windows closed, not thinking anything of it. And my youngest daughter really became upset because they had just had, you know, the lockdown conversation at school. And so that resonated totally different with her. Um, And so, you know, as adults, as parents, we had to really think about the way that we present it, just something simple that we always have done um, mm-hmm. differently because it did affect uh, her you know, mental health and the way that she became very anxious that you know, there could become a shooter inside of our house and things like that. So yeah, um, yeah sure, absolutely right. Yeah. And kind of pivoting briefly, that's obviously stressful for parents as well. You talk about taking care of your dependent children that are struggling uh, mentally with mental illness. Um, So kind of pivoting, when we're talking more about the employees, uh, once again, these adults that are out in the workforce, what can employers do to show support and support their employees? 
So, uh, you know, this is something that I become very passionate about because, you know, I've been doing this for a while. Sometimes I don't like to say how long, but, um, you know, there is the the joy of having the history and things that I've talked about with employers over time. And I can tell you, mental illness was not something that came up often. And it was not a big part of our employee education that we spent a lot of time focusing on. Um, Again, I think it became, you know, the way that stigma was several years ago, and I am appreciative of education and knowledge and conversation, bringing mental illness to the forefront of those conversations. But two, it was just something that, you know, really employers did not get involved with, with their employees, whether it just was too private or there just wasn't a lot of information available. And so some of the things that um, we're able to share now is really start the conversation. I think you hear that everywhere and just start breaking down those barriers of mental illness. But most importantly, help you know, I feel like it's my job to really help the employers understand that sharing information around um, where they can go, where employees can go for help to, you know, have resources available is so beneficiary. Um, You know, I will share the stats. So Lara's recent workplace mental health trend forecast said 89% of HR benefit leaders needed mental health support and that it was a high priority for their companies next year. So it's 89%. So as an employer, if you are not helping your employees, you are the 11% that are not. And so ways that you can help be a resource is look at what you have already. So tap into what you have. So many of the medical carrier, what we refer to as the ancillary carriers, offer mental health assistance. They offer um, tools and resources that can be available, not just to your employees, but also to your employees' dependents, whether they are on or off the plan. Again, just double checking that all um, have the av- availability to do so, but um, there's certainly guidance. Uh, probably the most common is Um, what we refer to as EAP or employee assistant programs. That's a term that I think a lot of employees are familiar with. Um, That is built into almost every benefit that employers offer. So start there. The other area that we certainly recommend employers um, really educating their employees on is that virtual care option. Mm -hmm. So, um, when I heard this stat, I thought it was just so impressive. There are over 20,000 mental health apps available. And so we all know almost all of the population has some type of smartphone, right? Mm -hmm. And so what apps are available? I'll say the two most popular, um, it's an app called Calm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, ways to really bring yourself into the calm and another app called Headspace. So, you know, that can be shared just with anybody and they're available. Um, And then there's also virtual therapy sessions. So, you know, making sure that you're sharing that information with your employees is super helpful. And then there's certainly other ways that you can help fill the gaps. Um, You know, one way is just doing a full 
market analysis. So, you know, if you're an employer and you need help, don't hesitate to reach out. We have a ton of resource and guides that, you know, might just help fit your specific plan. So, you know, just there are resources out there. Don't think that you have to do this on your own. There are plenty of people out there to help and guide, but um, certainly start with what you have already and start making your way through the system that way. Yeah, well, that is such a valuable insight for the employers listening to this podcast. In addition to these trends around mental health, what other trends are you guys seeing in this kind of space right now? You know, again, I'll share this. So again, uh, Kaiser Family Foundations, um, you know, COVID-19 vaccination monitoring or vaccine, I said vaccination, <laughs> vaccine monitoring um, is about a quarter of adults say they have basically returned to normal. Um, but there are additional stressors that are now on the rise. So people are putting aside the COVID fears, the COVID mental stress, stress, but what's coming down the path are now what we would refer to as hidden stressors or stressors that are going to be on the bubble. So, you know, if we just look at what's happening right now, like I think about things that I didn't worry about a couple months ago, like the price of gas. It was nothing for me to jump in the car and go somewhere and not even think about it. Um, you know, driving down to Louisville or Elizabethtown for this or that. Um, and now all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh no, my Kroger Plus card didn't cover, you know, that gas. I mean, Jesus, when is the last time that we ever saw gas at over $5 a gallon, right? So not as long as I've been around. <laughs> So that's stressing people out. Um, you know, the, the cost of just consumer goods in general, you know, the way people are budgeting, things that I, I truly feel, you know, while you might not have stressed all the way, now people are really beginning to stress about it. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is just that looming possibility of the recession that is, you know, really going to add to that increased financial stress. So, you know, um, inflation is continuing to impact our country, right? And so from a health provider perspective, we will see the delay of that, but it is coming. And so, you know, there is a lot of inflation that employers and employees don't recognize coming down the path because you don't see it right away. A lot of the times you don't see it, it's because, you know, there's contracts that are in place and they're multi-year contracts. And so even during a recession year, medical costs may not go up or it might not go up significantly. But then all of a sudden on the next year, you will see a huge rise. And you'll see that because um, those contracts then come up. And so hospitals or providers then have to build in different costs. Once those costs are built in, then we as employees feel it on the benefit side because the employers are hit. And so not that employers want to pass costs down to employees. I can tell you they don't want to. I meet with them all the time. But when they're hit with significant costs and it's either a difference of letting people go or rising benefit cost, they're going to increase that cost to the employee. Again, it's just, it's out there and it's going to continue to be on the rise. 
Yeah. And that's something definitely to think about for employers. I mean, I know we're all struggling with uh, supply chain issues, inflation issues, but that impact on the road. And I'm sure people running businesses, not me personally, are already thinking about that ahead of time. Uh, but thank you again for sharing that insight. I mean, I know that it seems little crazy out there right now again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and you know, it summer, fall, winter, I'm sure we're going to have these ebb and flows, but, you know, certainly I would have thought that the, you know, mental health conversation would have started trickling down a little bit now that school's out, and, you know, when I'm out with clients and prospects, it's still one of the hot topics that is brought up almost throughout every conversation, so, you know, if it's being talked about with me, then that means it's being talked about all over, which is awesome. We want mental health to be talked about, but but, um, you know, at the same time, providing those resources that maybe somebody who really hasn't had, um, you know, a lot of time talking or understanding mental health, um, you know, they can really have those resources available to them. So just understanding where to go and, and who to turn to is important. Yeah. And Shannon, before I let you go, is there anything else about mental health uh, that Horan can help with employers? Uh, anything else you'd like to share to our podcast listeners today? Oh, well, thanks. You know, and I would just say in general, you know, Horan, we are here, we like to be in the community and we simply want to help. So whether it is around mental illness or just general benefit questions, don't hesitate to reach out and just have a conversation. That's what we're here for. Um, you know, but certainly, you know, what I would recommend is, you know, Haran does education sessions all the time, and we put those out on our website. And so even if there's just something that you are interested in um, for yourself, you know, whether you're an employer or employee, um, you know, we actually do some education podcast sessions, you know, just quick little information that can help you as you navigate through whatever it is that you personally may be navigating through, you know, maybe it's about you're about ready to get married and you want to understand how life insurance works or you're going to have a baby. And so you need to know how your deductible is going to work, or, you know, you're going to have an ACL replacement. Cause we all know you don't understand your benefits until you have to use them. Right. right? I mean, that, that's the, that way. Is how the benefits work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's tons of information out there, but, um, you know, I'm always happy to just have a general conversation. It's what I enjoy. It's what I'm passionate about. So whether it's mental health or just anything um, centered around benefits, we're happy to be of assistance. Well, Shannon, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and your insight to mental health. Uh, it was great talking with you today. There's always great talking with you. I appreciate the time on the podcast. Hi, I'm Shannon Schumacher, Account Executive, Kentucky Market Leader. At Haran, we champion bold innovation to help employers and individuals thrive. As an industry thought leader, we explore new horizons in healthcare, benefits, employee engagement, and wellness. We work harder to deliver all the strategic benefits, planning, and execution you expect from a true partner. And we do it with laser focus on your short and long-term outcomes to help manage your benefits while improving your employee experience. Mm -hmm. 
So Heartland is celebrating its 110th anniversary this year. Recently, we partnered with the Kinkle family and the Fisher family in Northern Kentucky, Boone, Kenton, and Campbell counties. And we have three uh, offices there to serve the Northern Kentucky region. Just remember when the economy heats up, come see us at Heartland Bank where banking really feels good. Come on over to Heartland. Rare banking feels good. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today and listening to that conversation that I had with Shannon. I hope that if you are an employer, it was valuable for you to take away some insights. And don't forget to check out Haran's page for all of the additional webinars that they have about mental health. Thank you again to our podcast sponsors, CVG, Crew Consulting, Haran, and Harlan Bank. Don't forget to register for the NGLA Awards on July 20th. That is going to be a really fun event at the Newport Aquarium. We hope to see you there. Finally, if you are a member who would like to be featured on the podcast, or if you're interested in becoming a member of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, please reach out to Lynn Aplin. You can find her contact information on our staff directory at our website at nkychamber.com. Thanks, everyone. I'll talk to you next week.